the liquor room. See, there's a whole lot of thoughts when I step up in the stew and approach this mic. It really sounds different when you're lying. Yes, it's the liquor room. We're back with the football from the bleachers. Of course, when you was here with us last time, you heard football growing up part two. But we're back with some football action. But again, got a special guest today. We got JP back from the Chelsea side. We got Sean, as you know, he does what he does. And we got Mick back talking about West Ham. Lads, what are we saying, man? My co-host Shaq. What are you saying? I like that intro. I yeah, love man. that intro. You know you have to mix up each and every time, man just to make sure that the people them get a little vibe, a little feel. We get a mad love from different sides of the building. Uh, football growing up, part two, was, was received quite well, and so was part one. Football from the bleachers is, was always well received, so we just got to keep going, man. Give the people them what they want, you know? Sean, what are you saying? Mm. All right, my team. My team played fighters, so you know what I mean? Out of the way, out of mind. You know what I mean? Out of sight, out of mind, bro. You, just minding my you, business. You're claiming that. I wouldn't claim it. You're big, fam. I wouldn't claim that still. Awesome. We'll get we'll get to your team in a sec. Uh, I'm surprised you're still awake after your game. <laughs> 13 losses in the league. That's a bit mad. Why you got to be so childish? Why you got to do this? You're toxic. I keep telling mad. you, bro. That's toxic. Mad. You're toxic. Right. Cool, 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 cool. Yo. <laughs> hey, JP, what are you saying from the bridge side? Well, right now we're just doing what we need to do at the moment, man. Um... Decent win on the weekend, top four looking there, Champions League semi-final on Tuesday. So, yeah, man, just doing what we need to do at the moment. Hey, Mick, what are you saying? We need a statue for Jesse Lingard after the season. <laughs> <laughs> relax, relax, relax. We definitely got to buy him still. Oh, are you going to give us Declan Rice? Oof. Yo, move right come on, move up. <laughs> We've got to work something out, Bro, we can't be flying those free packs, man. We're not getting nothing from it, bro. Come on, man. Listen, you can take Mark Noble, bro. Take Noble. Oh! Noble? That's what I'm saying. He's doing every stadium. He's better than Fred. Big facts, big facts, big facts, big facts, big facts. You know my. Stop the foolishness on this Sunday. Stop the foolishness. Stop it. Listen, Mark Noble is a proven Premier League quality. The man can't run. What are we talking about? Yeah, Fred's head got low legs. Fred's head. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, what I like about Fred is the way he blocks the ball, blood. He's always doing that long barrier thing. Ah, stop that, man. Ah, fuck it. Side. Stop that. Side. Trust. That's, that's the goalkeeper who's speaking. Hey, trust. But anyway, yeah. let's talk about the Super League, bro, before we get into the games that we're going to cover, man. Super League. Obviously, it's been covered for the last, what, week? It feels like it's been covered for the last two days, the way they've been going at it. But, I mean, we heard GNF's speech. We had Jamie's speech. We had loads of people had something to say. But I want to know what we have to say, because then, obviously, we're, we're very involved around football. We've got Chelsea in the building, Arsenal, West Ham, United. So, got a lot to say obviously two teams or should I say three teams out of the four in this podcast um were invited to that particular top six as we like to say obviously, you know, there's, a, there's a bit there's a bit of like you know daggers thrown around about Tottenham Arsenal who are they kind of thing um there's other people that should be involved in that if you're going to make some sort some sort of super league such as Ajax Benfica not Forest a lot of people have won Champions Leagues before them so I want to ask Shaq what's your thoughts around the you know super league 
uh, I don't even know. Because it's all redundant now, isn't it? Like, obviously, it's a bit... Well, Perez and them, and... Well, Barca, Real, and Juve are still in it. Perez is still talking, like, yo, you man just can't cut. You mm. feel me? Sign the contract, like, where are you going? Um, but... It's a weird one, isn't it? Like... They tried to pull a fast one, bro. They, they tried it. And the fact that it got leaked and they couldn't control the narrative, I feel messed it up in a big way. If they could have controlled it and promoted it a different way, it might be a bit different. But from when it got leaked and then Sky Sports got a hold of it and they gave the green light to Gary Neville and, um, what do you call it, Jamie Carragher, it was just a wrap after that, innit? Mm. But, yeah, they tried to pull a fast one. I ain't really with it because my thing is why. Like, the Champions League isn't... It could be improved a bit, but it's it's still, like... It still brings excitement, whether it's them whack teams against um, the whack teams or, like, good like good teams against good teams. Like, even this year, the quarterfinals, it was some top-quality games, you know what I mean? So Yeah, definitely. Because they're trying to push this whole, oh, yeah, you want to see the best teams play the best teams, but... To me, it was like, bro, it's going to get boring after a while. Do you know what I'm saying? It's good that what we played Madrid. <clears throat> we ain't played Madrid since, I think, what? <clears throat> I think what we played them in the Super Cup a couple of years ago. But the last time we played them, I think, was when was against Fergie. Yeah. Fergie yeah. was still magic. You know what I'm saying? So if we yeah. somehow meet them next year, it's like, wow, we ain't played them in, what, eight years? Do you know what I'm saying? Or eight or nine years, whatever. So the fact that you do sometimes go a few years without playing a top team does bring a bit of excitement the next time it does come around isn't it but of course yeah I mean they just they tried it and then this country and mainly Sky Sports and yeah all the sporting outlets just yeah went got on their backs bro they weren't having it still yeah but it's a bit it's I think it's a bit rich from Sky though car they were trying to charge man what 15.99 to watch West Brom <laughs> I agree against Burnley like <laughs> And they did for a couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? They let it run a couple of weeks, so... Yeah, yeah. It's a bit mad that when these men were trying to come for their bread, because obviously with all the broadcasting rights and... Not broadcasting rights, but they were going to probably um, have their own... Not own broadcasters, but different broadcasters to show it and that. Mm. When they saw their pocket was about to get spun, they were like, nah, 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 nah. Green light to Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher. And then, man, just, they just went passion FC, like, old school team. They're taking away our game and all that, like. Yeah, I mean, the uproar was a bit mad as well. It was a bit over the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know how it is in this country, isn't it? When when it gets the passionate shit, they love it. They're taking away our club, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know how the country gets, man. So, yeah, it was all it was all a mess, bro. It was all a mess in my eyes, to be honest. Yeah. Well, Sean, obviously you were part of that conversation in terms of um, Arsenal, should I say, and getting in that top six kind of conversation to join that Super League. What's your thoughts? My thoughts are uh, Arsenal would have been rightly at the bottom of that thing still. That was what I was thinking. When I saw the teams, yeah, I was thinking, why are we in this? Like, we're 10th in the Premier League. Why are we in this? Mm. So, Jeremy, you know I mean? it's just, it's not, as, as Sky Sports said, it's not competitive, isn't it? How can you have a league where no one, where you're just in it every year? Like, what's the point? Mm. It's just, I don't know, man. You know, these owners are money grabbers, but if anything good can come out of this, hopefully, blood, these owners sell Arsenal. Bro, I, need, I need some passionate owners that care, man. I'm tired. 
I mean, you, you're, you're on the short and sweet thing now, last couple of weeks. And, you, know? you know, I mean, I'm just getting to the point, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to long it out, bro. I'm not trying to go around in circles. Who's, who's rubbed you up the wrong way, bro? Who's rubbed you up the wrong way? I'm going to be real, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anytime I go into too much detail, he just picks something and sticks with it. I can't even... Hey, that's why I was busted up. <laughs> Short and oh, man. Hey JP, Chelsea was part of that conversation as well. What do, what do you think of their take? Yeah, man, I just think that everyone just misjudged the thing, really. Um, I think they thought it, they must have thought it was a good idea, and it clearly wasn't. Um, I'm happy that we pulled out still, but yeah, just it's just a misjudging of the thing. But I think that this is where football's going, man. Like it's an investment for bare people. I was quite mm. shocked that everyone was. I was quite shocked at the uproar, I think, um, because this is the kind of thing that UEFA, FIFA, even the Prem have kind of been doing on the sly. Um, obviously, now this this situation is is much bigger than what they've been doing. But as Shaq said, like, charge a man £15 to watch West Brom versus Burnley. That's robbery in itself. So, yeah, man, it, it was it was a bit of an interesting one. Um, but they just, they definitely misjudged it, man, like, the fact that Arsenal and Spurs were in there, just, nah, this can't be no Super League, bro. Why does this got to be those two teams? There was other teams that should have been there as well, yeah. but anyway. Uh, nah, name names then. Who shouldn't have been there? Name names. No, but why, why are we acting like AC Milan have been doing bits lately? Do you know what I mean? Like, name mm, the other teams, right. bro. Don't just, right. don't just Arsenal Tottenham. AC Milan nah, probably shouldn't have been there. AC Milan got like four, statue, four Champions statue. League, bro. Yeah, statue. Have, statue. have some respect. Bro, when was yeah. the last time they won the Champions League, bro? 2007. You probably couldn't even name half the starting lineup these days, and we're talking about Ace Milan. Mean, they got greats, Kaka, Perlo. Let's not do. This. I'm talking when about Ars- now, but you're talking about back then. I'm talking about can you name the starting lineup now? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, to be fair, oh, to be fair, if you're true. talking about AC Milan like that, then you then you can talk about Arsenal like that because Arsenal used to be a good team as well. No, but I'm saying if we're gonna keep saying Arsenal, Tottenham, say AC Milan too, and I need more clubs in the mix. Arsenal only had one Champions League final. What's this? Nah, man, no, and they got spun. Where was Henry that day, bruv? Nah, man. You've won... See what I mean about this guy? You've got the same flipping Champions League finals as Tottenham. You lot are the same boat. Big facts. Don't do that. Uh, We're not in the same boat. We, we've won Prems. Don't do that. Don't, don't. Not same boat team still. We, our players really don't cry over Conor Cup that son, bro. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, but I remember Koscielny got dunked on by Oprah. Was, was, was he crying? <laughs> was he crying, though? He might as well have But he held it together, bro. Can't be crying on the pitch about a car World Cup, bro. You might as well have that was embarrassing, bro. Uh... bro. I don't like this shot guy, you know. I don't like this shot guy. Hey, JP, finish your point. Sean Rudy. Oh, yeah, no, literally, literally, that's, that's all I had to really say, really. The Super oh, League. So, Just a little hey, man. Yeah, man. Looking, looking from the outside in, uh, Mick, obviously, you're, you're part of the, the clubs where, you know, you're pushing for Europe this year. What's your take? Would you... Mind them, you know, being expelled from the Premier League, and then you know, um, West Ham's the the Leeds and the Aston Villas, etc., have more of a run at the Prem. It's a joke, man. Thing. It's basically <laughs> Master League and Pro Evolution, bro. Facts. The only thing I was excited about: if you leave, you might have a chance to win the Prem. But really and truly, who's going to watch? It's like a Championship zero point one. Like, mm. I don't want to be facing Burnley. And fucking Southampton with no chance of facing United and them team there. Beating them team there is like a, uh, I can't even explain it. When we were shit, that was like a highlight of my season, beating Arsenal. Yeah. I don't really face Everton and nah, it's just dead. I can't see it. Get me Vector now. Get him on Vector. He's my just money grabbers, to be honest with you, man. Disappointing. 
I mean, it's, it's money versus online. money, isn't it? Yeah, but I've seen Arsenal sports online say, yeah, let's go to Super League. Fam, you don't get whacked. It'll be like 10 0 every game for Arsenal. I mean, I, I guess it's the fickle Arsenal fans, though. It's the ones that, you know, are not yeah, the, the supporter supporters. They're the ones that, like, oh, to be put in this elite bracket is good. So we should do it. I think it's those kind of supporters. Whereas they've some of them probably feel like they've seen nothing but pain for the last how many years. So they want to be part of something that's elite, where we can be amongst where we was maybe back in the day when we had the Invincibles. That might be where some people are coming from. Obviously, we got Sean here that feels, boom, I want to be battling against the, the Tottenham's, the, the Everton's, etc. Because those are the games you live for where there's going to be a shock somewhere. <laughs> but I think... For me, it's money versus money. And when it hits someone's pockets, that's when you hear about it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. with UEFA, they're like, oh, this can't happen because we're going to lose money. They're not saying that, but in essence, they're saying we're going to lose money if you take our best teams away that you know normally do win the Champions League or in the last eight, whatever. And for me, this whole revamp they're talking about of the, the coefficients, I don't even know yeah, that's what the it's supposed one. to be. Like, yeah, that's the this whole one. revamp, I'm not a fan of it because... Then what? It's going to be There's more games, bro. More games, but you're, you're playing 10 games, not home and away, just 10 games, whether you play Real Madrid home once or um, Atletico away once. And then after those games, it goes into the top eight. And then they said something like the other eight are picked from like a little playoff team. It's weird how they describe it. Mm. It's like, how are you going to keep that up every season? Like, yeah, it might be exciting for the first year, but then after that, it kind of loses its value because, what? okay, the people from... I don't know, the lower league clubs, um, or should I say the lower country clubs in coefficients, yeah, get a chance to be in the Champions League. But but that's what Europe is there for. No disrespect to them, but Europe is there for them to get a competitive chance at that. Like, you know, the um, the Andalets, no disrespect to them, the, the TNSs of the world in, in um, our kind of UK system, they go to these Europa League games and they start at the preliminary and they can get a chance. But they're gonna, they're gonna have. Kind of thing. It's mad. They're gonna have Europa League two now this season. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a conference. Yeah, yeah. It's mad. Oh. Like conference no, kind of thing or whatever. So what? I know you want to see more games on TV and more money, but what? At the end of the day, I don't see why they can't make this this uh, Super League in the in the preseason. Like you know how they had the international cup team. Mm. Like people will still go to those games because it's a one-off tournament. Just have it their pre-season for, I don't know, a couple of weeks, bang out some games, people will pay to go watch them, done. You still get peas, but people are probably saying, oh, it's not the same. And that, that obviously, that I think the money difference is instantly, if you're in there, you get, what, 300 million or mm. something like that? And that's more than you get with Premier League and Champions League combined, something like that. Which is cool, lucrative, but at the same time, I wouldn't say it should be during the season. It should be in the off-season. As like a one-off tournament. That's my thoughts, anyway. I don't know if mm-hmm. anyone sure. else feels the same in terms no, of international cup sure. or something. Like it's the same thing they had in Australia and America. It has the same sort of value for me. They have it in like one place per year. People bid for it. Like a, it's like a World Cup, but one person bids for it, they get it that year. Next person bids for it, they get it this year, and then just they do it like that. That's how I see it. It's, it will make as much money as if they did the Champions League each year. Or you super cup, so that's my thoughts. So I mean, it's it's hard to say because um, Gene F had a lot to say. He had a lot to say today as well. Um, 
Shaq, what's your thoughts on G Neville's comments? It was just it was a bit much after a while, isn't it? Like as I say, the man just went and Sky gave him and Jamie the green light, and they just went patch and match and FC. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought he was gonna start crying at one point in the Monday. Night <laughs> like, he he was going in. <clears throat> the thing is, if you agree with what the sentiment of what he's saying, if you agree, like most things, most things like they made sense with what he was saying. Do you know what I'm saying? But. Mm. I don't know, man. Something slimy, as I said, with Sky. Something slimy about it, because as I said, the 59-9 thing, even Gary Neville, like, he's an owner of a football club, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if this was to go through low-key, this would affect him. Do you of know course. what I mean? So it's like, everyone, everyone's got their own little interest in it. So it's like, all right, let's just go go full, ha- full, um, full hog against it. And then, yeah, force the issue. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, man, it ain't happening now, so simple. Hmm. What's, what's your thing, Sean, about the, the whole Perez says there's, there's going to be, you know, something that's going to transpire from it, even if it's not now? What's your thoughts on that, Sean? I just, he sounds desperate, bro. He just, we all know Real Madrid and Barca and their man sound like the desperate, bro. He just chats rubbish, though. He just chats rubbish 24-7. Like, no one's, no one's really listening to him. Like, the thing is done. The English team's pulled out. The other team's pulled out. It's done. He just needs to let it go, bro. Find another way. Mm. I mean, <laughs> his, state, his statement when he was obviously um, live broadcasted through Sky, through, I don't know, maybe the Madrid channel. I can't remember what channel it was. He did his little sp- his speech on for Florentino Perez. <clears throat> it felt like everyone was on board. Like the, every club was on it. But it's, do you think it's the delivery? Do you think it's the delivery, JP? The delivery of how they've dropped the news? Yeah, it, that was mad, bro. The way he dropped it. And then even on Monday, he just started saying some mad things about the games are going to be shorter. Um, we're going to create our own World Cup if they don't let us in. Like, you couldn't back it, bro. After seeing that, it's no wonder that all the teams dropped out, bro, because he just sounds like a terrorist. Um, he was overdoing it. Um, I think he probably, like, like, um, like you said, they probably could have tailored it a bit better uh, maybe done a pre-season thing it just seemed like it's either us or the highway in that kind of way so mm. yeah it was the way that it got delivered and then even the way that man's still saying it's going to happen now even though like eight teams have pulled out he's just he's a madman he's an absolute madman but um, yeah man it just it wasn't it just they didn't really, it didn't seem like they thought about it too much it's kind of sound like you know oh, let's get it out let's just get it out didn't, I didn't think I, there was a lot of thought put behind it. Nah, man, it's a stressful situation because imagine um, I saw some things online where I think it was Rare, Bet- Rare Betis social media team had removed mm. the clubs that were involved in the Super League and that mm. made them finish, I think, third or something like that. Mm. And it's kind of like people being, you know, benefiting off that. And I don't mm. know whether or not <clears throat> in terms of the English football, it's a good thing. Maybe I'm going to be devil's advocate here for a minute. Like, is it a good thing for them to leave or be kicked out and then other teams to flourish and then it be like back in the day where, you know, not Forests were promoted and winning leagues or Aston Villa was was fighting for the leagues, Newcastles. Would it be a good thing? Nah. Because then what are you fighting for? 
it's like, all right, cool, we get rid of the big teams and then you lot win the league. But where's the where's the reward? Like, ah, oh, you didn't beat the best teams in your country. So it's yeah. just like, yeah, you could it, it'd be it'd sort of be like winning the league and you have like an asterisk um to, on the side. It's like oh, yeah, you won because you beat West Brom and them, man. But <laughs> you know if Chelsea and uh, and Man City and Man United had been in the league, you would have got spun. So it's just kind of like, what did you win? I think yeah, you can't you can't take those clubs out. You can't take the clubs out. Um, and I think surely, I think sooner or later, people will become less less interested with the Premier League if if these clubs weren't involved. Um, which is a bit sad, but it's facts to be fair. Fair point, man. I mean, Mick, we'll bring you back in. I mean, in terms of where do the clubs go now? Like uh, the, the big six that they they called them. What do they do now? Did they obviously? write a written apology to every single fan that's a season ticket holder do they put out another public statement do they deduct you know season ticket fees for next year what, what do they do to, to please the fans again uh, that's another fucking <laughs> mix mix this out here just um giving us background <laughs> no, that slipped on that slipped on the on the cracks, no one saw that, but I'll put you the thing. But yeah, back to season tickets, they need to have more data to give back um, the Europa spots as well. If you qualify this year, you're, you're out of the Champions League, Europa, whatever you qualify for. They shouldn't get rewarded again this year for trying to break away and mash up the, mash up the league. Like, um, I was seeing people saying they just get point deductions. I don't agree with that because they just go ahead and just leave, uh, they still leave the Prem. Yeah, if you sanction them, they're going to want to leave anyway. So, the catch 22 can't really do too much with the points, but the money mm. and uh, um, money, the money thing, just give back the prize money. That's the only thing I can see. Regarding okay. the fans, uh, regarding the fans, I agree. The season tickets have to get cut. But, yeah, it's all about money, so they're probably not going to do nothing. To be honest. These guys, probably get scared of them, man. What do you think, Shaq? Is it going to be a, a heavy fine for six of the clubs or do they just go on as normal? Nah, it probably makes sense to give them a fine in that because ultimately, if you do stuff, if you sanction them league position-wise or um, European qualification-wise, that's, that's um, affecting, rubbing out what the players have done. And pretty mm-hmm. much all the players are were against it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like now you've kind of messed up the players. What the players have done. Do you know what I mean? Because literally, it was only just the owners and the chief exec. Do you know what I'm saying? It's ultimately them and just care about the bread. Whichever way it's butter, that's all they want. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm. the season ticket thing don't seem like a bad idea. And yeah, probably just a couple fines or just sanctions on certain things they can and can't do with the money and that, like marketing deals, maybe transfers or something. Yeah, I think that that brings it to the thing where they have to like um, put some set, certain sanctions in, right? And obviously Gary was saying, well, Gary Neville, should I say, was saying about, oh, he was advocating along with, you know, Bernstein, I think it was, um, at their fate to put some regulations in for it to be more regulated so that, you know, English clubs don't suffer and the football pyramid doesn't suffer. Um, but for me, the Premier League gets a lot of money. The Championship, League One, League Two, don't really get a lot of money. So they're obviously 
they've done their own thing EFL with the whole wage wage um, cap thing. Um, I don't know if that works if you know Premier League decides to include the wage cap because they compete at a higher level, right? And some of the big six clubs are in multiple competitions. They need to attract the best players to win, you know, the Champions League or the Europa or the, mm-hmm. um, the cups. So I don't know if that's a, a thing they also add in in terms of to stop big clubs getting further and further away from the, the so-called smaller clubs or the best of the rest. Um, but Sean, what do you think in moving forward in the next season or two, the Premier League should do to, you know, close the gap between the so-called big six and the other teams? I don't think there's much they really can do. Them big six clubs, the amount of revenue they get, the t- obviously the TV rights. People want to watch the big six clubs. Let's not, do you know what I mean? Obviously, mm. if you break through to Europe, like Leicester, they're going to get a lot of money this year from the Champions League. Um, bit some more revenue. They'll probably get a couple more games on TV when it goes back to normal next season. So it's more of a thing, like, you just have to break through. You kind of just have to recruit well and try and break through like Leicester have done. In terms of, like, sanctioning the big clubs or trying to even it up, I don't think it's possible. Those clubs are massive for a reason. They've got big fan bases. They get the big, te- they get the big um, <clears throat> commercial deals. So it's a bit tough to say how can they even it. I don't think there's a way they can really even it without them becoming less competitive in Europe. And they don't, they don't want that. So I don't think they can, to be honest. Mad. It's really mad. I mean, there's probably going to be more that's going to unfold over the next two, three weeks in terms of like how Premier League clubs react. Because if fans come in now, as you can see this week, uh, some fans voiced their opinions at Carrington when United was training. Um other fans have been voicing their opinion outside Stamford Bridge. I mean, as a personal fan for United, I think Ed Woodward's obviously gone. I think the Glazers need to try and sell up and, and move on because they've um, not been nothing but toxic, but in certain moves they've made, it's not really been in the best interest of the club. It's been in the best interest of them. And it's more of an American franchise thing now they're trying to do. Mm. Um, and a lot of people can start to see that in terms of, you know, the Cronky. Cronker, sorry, Cronky, uh, and um, <laughs> and um, a few other clubs that you know have American backing. So um, this kind of American style thing they're trying to bring in to make it all, all elitist is uh, for me not the way English football should go forward. And obviously, the general consensus from the, the group here is it shouldn't happen. And um, fingers crossed, they don't try and find another reason to make something else happen. Like I said, the preseason competition would be amazing. I would hope to try and go to a few games if they held it in the UK. Um, but having something instead of the Champions League would not be what we kind of all grew up on when, you know, the Valencias were playing the Leeds, for example, back in the day and um, so on and so forth. That's what we kind of live for. Like that one day, one of those clubs will break through in the, in the Premier League or break through in another division and get a, a shot at the Champions League for the year. You know, so um, definitely... Hopefully we revisit this conversation, but it's in more of a positive light in terms of there is nothing going to happen and we move forward. But gents, let's talk about these week's games. We know we're going to cover two. Let's talk about West Ham, Chelsea straight away. A boring week of football, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. If we're being very honest, Preach. a lot of games that were played had, apart from maybe the Burnley Wolves game, had less than two goals. So um, <laughs> my thing is, we didn't have an uh, international break. Is it fatigue? Mm-hmm. Is it just people were very cautious and giving up their league position? What was it? <clears throat> JP, I'll ask you first. Um, 
yeah, I think it was just it's it gets that I think now where we are in the time of um where we are in the league, I think you'll have probably one good week and then one really rubbish week. Um I know the likes of Chelsea, City, um and United even and Arsenal are probably looking at the Europa League games and the Champions League games in midweek. Um I mean we've got a game against Real Madrid in two days. So it's kind of like okay, let's just pull through this one. Um, as quick as we can and then focus on that. Um, I think all the, the Super League stuff as well has probably been a distraction for the players mm. um, and it's probably distracted sort of their their trainings or the, the sort of, you know, what's going on in this club, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I just think that now people have got one eye on other games. I was quite surprised in regards to the Chelsea-West Ham game. I did think that was going to be a better game just because of what was on the line for both teams. Um, and he just kind of felt like a, just one of those standard games, really. Um, but yeah, fatigue starting to settle in. But with other things on people's minds, I think it, it's no surprise that we had such a boring week of football. Mm. I mean, it felt like um three-five-two versus three-five-two, which it was. But it felt like a a very conservative three-five-two from both mm. sides in terms of nothing really transpired in the first ten minutes. Like mm-hmm. where you can say, oh, this team's gonna go and take the game, or mm-hmm. this team's gonna create a few chances. Like, I know Lingard was busy, Bowen was busy, but never really, I could say, got really in behind the back three of Chelsea and and troubled Mendy much. Um, as you said, it was probably down to you know the week of how media's been with football and things happening in the club is why maybe some people said, oh, we've now got a game, let's just go out to do something but not lose the game mm. and I don't know in terms of um, how you feel Mick about the West Ham side of it was it good enough I know you got injuries was it good enough uh, the, performance? Hard now. the injuries hitting us hard um, having Obama in the back three playing that left, left back basically it's not the same like he's mm. going five yards forward passing the five yards pass back coming all the way back and we had Fredericks at left wing back it's not the same as having my swatter there. Um, their options were limited. I was just putting Chelsea, to be honest. Like, we were definitely taking, they were just sitting back. We had Mark Noble doing this five yard query and then 50 yard bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get started. He's going. But yeah, we didn't have enough up front as well. Antonio will not be in there. Bowen's okay up front, but he's not going to do anything. We're deep line. Chelsea was just sitting so deep. So there's no mm. space for him to do anything. Um, That's interesting. It's interesting you say that because um, was it for was it based on how Lingard has been performing, how Chelsea sat deep? Do you think, JP? I think it's a combination of different things. Like if you look at the Brighton game, we should have lost that game. Brighton had chances, um, and they just couldn't finish, which is the story of their season, really. Um, and I think Tuchel would have saw that and thought, nah. We can't we can't give away too many chances. Um, West Ham have got a goal in them, as we've seen as well. Um, it's a London derby. It's it's it, you know I think there's a few things that he thought Let, let's sit this one out. Mm. Um, it was a must win game in regards to um, league position as well. Um, we had to win um, because this is a direct rival. Um, so I think he he's come on a a more defensive thing. Um, from what I've seen at Chelsea, he's not really a very attacking manager anyway. Um, it's kind of like get one, get two and, and sort of control the game. Um, and you can see how many goals were conceded 
um, West Brom side, West Brom game side. So I think it was very yeah. Let's just defend it. Let's defend it out. Um, let's not have a repeat on Monday because West, if we give West Ham the same chances, they will score. Um, and let's just get the win. Um, I was disappointed in the way we played. I think we could have. West Ham have been good, and all respects West Ham season, they've been very good. Um, but we should we should still be beating West Ham. Um, you know, with our team, the amount of money that we spent, we should be taking the game to them. Um, but it was a very very safe option, um, and ultimately it worked. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, Mick, in terms of like you know, you mentioned that you've had a lot of issue, injuries and it's catching up to you. Did um, David Moyes for you make a mistake not getting another striker in during the January transfer then? I was the main person saying this is a striker alone. One of yeah. three deal because we talked about um Tammy Abraham, twenty mil I heard of as well. But the it's the board. He don't want to upset the board. He's like a board he's a board man, so he's not gonna go against but we needed someone, he needed extra body in there. Um Ivan Tony was banted about, but overall the owners are cheap, so I don't know what we're gonna do if we get to Europe. We're gonna be playing noble and bloody. I don't know. We're gonna be. We have two injuries in certain field. We're done. Like we see now, we have to play noble every game. It's not. Hey, championship level. Man. So yeah, the ball needs to be out. GSP bloody out. Um. Yeah. It's just jarring that red card as well. Oh, don't get me started. We'll get it. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that. I mean, that I want to bring sure. I want to bring sure into the conversation in terms of obviously a neutral point of view. Um, Werner. Let's talk about Werner for a little bit. Um, two two goals this season, if I'm correct, in the league. Um, he scored one, obviously, against West Ham. That was the winner. But um, what's going right for him and what's going wrong for him, Sean? Well, not a lot's going right for him lately. I don't know about right for him. To be fair, I think we saw both kind of sides of him. Do you know what I mean? The goal, mm-hmm. he starts the goal, he turns, holds him off, plays yep. it, gets into the box and finishes. And then he misses that rebound and it's like, brother, it's like, you, don't, you just don't know what you're going to get from right now. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if he's just not acclimatised yet, but I'm going to give him another season. Do you know what I mean? I don't like to judge people with one season of him. He just, it looks like he's just panicking when he gets in front of goal. I think he needs to just calm down, take a breath, take a moment. Um, yeah, that miss, the miss was bad. But I like him. I do like him as a player. I think he does suit the Prem. But he just got, he's got to calm down in front of goal. Because it's the easy ones that he's really missing when you look at his chances. They're like tappings. So I don't know if he's rushing it. I don't know, but I'm going to give him another season. I mean, Shaq, in terms of Werner, do you prefer him wide left through the middle? What does he need in order for him to be successful? On the bench, bro. You're violent. I don't really rate him too tough. Like, he's just got... Well, he's just got, but... Uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, but... Let me guess. German tax? Bro, Bundesliga attack is real. Okay. Bro. Once you realize okay. that, you'll understand. Very real. But I think off the left, because I was watching a game on a whole, and with him up top, I still like Chelsea still don't have that potent goal threat. You know what I'm saying? Not even mm. someone that is a world class striker, just someone that just has that number, has that striker now. And he does have the pace to get into behind. Yeah, but he's he's washed. He's an old man. He does have the pace to get into behind, which will give him, get him a lot of chances. And he does miss the easy ones, but he always gets back in there that, to his credit. But 
yeah, probably out wide um, coming in, kind of like how Rash plays out, out there. Like, not the same type of, like, flair and all that. But you see how Rash always makes that run from out to in. I feel like if he was to maybe use that to his ability more, and if, like, Chelsea would, like, say if Tammy Abraham was, like, a proper striker or, like, proper quality, it was all right. But, and then he had Werner on the left doing that. I think it would probably be better for them. But, yeah, Werner... He's all right. As Sean said, it's a bit harsh after the first season. Maybe next season, see a bit more of him. But I'm not really having him up front by himself at the moment. At the moment, but yeah, yeah, probably off the left. It's hard because um, I say that in the way when I say it's hard because you've got Pulisic, you've got Hudson Odoi, you've got Werner, you've got um, um, Ziyech. You've got four guys that can play wide and. There's no natural number nine. There's no one that's going to score goals. I mean, Tammy's yeah. a natural number nine, but I want to pose this to JP. Since Drogba, can you say you've had a quality number nine, JP? Ah, Diego Costa, bro. Yeah, I was going to say Costa. I was he's about to say, you, you kind of yeah, skipped that. Diego Costa. Costa was um, a beast. So, Bar Costa then, because I forgot him. Bar Costa. <laughs> um, ah, could you say we, you've had anything? Not really, to be fair. Um... We're like kind of cursed in the striker position where we'll get one good one and then we'll go years without getting sort of another good one, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, no. Nah, um, I thought Werner was going to be a good buy and I could see why we bought him um, because he is a busy player, um, but he's not like a a central threat. Like you're never going to catch him bullying defenders. Mm. Um, and that's the same way for, that's the same for Tammy and, and Giroud really. Um they don't give centre-backs a hard time, in a sense. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit... I don't know what we're going to do in regards to that because, obviously, we've, we've put 50 men on Werner. We can't just, like, get rid of him. Um, mm. um, but I think with Giroud getting on, he's probably not going to get a new contract. Um, and there's rumours of Tammy leaving as well. Um, I think they probably will end up buying another striker. Um, but we'll see. But, no. Nah, to answer your question, since since Costa really, we haven't had any troublesome strike or anything in that sense. But do you think um you've obviously killed yourself in terms of Lampard obviously came in, bought a lot of midfielders or mm-hmm. a lot of wingers, and he thought that was the issue mm-hmm. and thought he could potentially get away with Tammy. But there's games that I've seen where Tammy's missed a lot of sitters where he's got in the right area and, and he's just it. not got on it, got on it. So do you think? That's backfired for you. Yeah, I think I think the investment in the summer, um, we kind of it, it felt like we were investing to invest in sense. We'll, like we'll buy a place to buy a place because when I look back at it, it didn't really make a lot of sense in a way where, all right, we've bought Werner, but even even at the start of the season we were playing in wide left. Like he hasn't actually played as a centre forward in many games. Um, that might be due to form, but we don't then have that centre forward because Lampard didn't really trust Giroud that much. Um, he played Abraham more than um, Tuchel's played Abraham, but it, it wasn't clear that you know Abraham was his guy. Mm. Um, so we've bought, we've got a lot of players to play out wide. Um, yeah, there wasn't real a lot of thought in that investment in in a sense. These are not bad players. I can see why we bought the players that we bought. Don't get me twisted, but it wasn't a, a well thought out thing where, okay, this guy's gonna come in and he's gonna play here. Um, because even even for um 
uh, what did he play again? Uh, Leipzig. Werner wasn't a centre center forward in a sense. He was kind of, wow. there was a centre forward and he, he kind of played off him. Um, and that, that worked for them. So I don't think that's going to, in the Prem, you need a centre forward. Um, so we need to see what we do in the summer. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got sort of like an overload in central midfielders slash wingers. Um, but again, not enough strikers to play the way that we want them to play in a sense. Yes, it's it's tough because, uh, as you said, there's a lot of other players struggling. You can go on for a while about who isn't, you know, impressed you this season, such as Ziyech. Havertz hasn't really got going. Um, and there's a few others in and around that, just in and out of the squad. I mm. mean, it's a good squad, but how do you keep all those people happy, Sean? Oh, what? I don't think you can keep all those players happy, especially if you're going to keep playing five at the back with full backs playing the wing back spots. Mm. That leaves what two two to play behind the striker, really. So they just have a lot of they have, they have a lot of wingers and cams, and they're playing a formation that doesn't really suit suit them. So I don't know. I think he's come in and just said, "Let's play five for this season. We'll see how he goes into next season if he's going to mm. open up a bit more." But right now, it's a bit tight for the two that doesn't play, the two that don't start behind the striker. Sticky, very sticky. I mean, um, how good has Mount been, um, Shaq, Mason Mount for Chelsea since, you know, Tuchel's come in and he started a bit more games? I think, you know, not to answer your question directly, but I think Mm. he's been helped by Lampard's departure because I think, I think with England and with Southgate as well, it was like he was teacher's pet, you know what I mean? Lampard's second son, so... All of a lot of on the pit stuff, a lot of Lampard's failings, I think, like through fans and like, yeah, through, through mainly the fans and stuff, a lot of people be on to Mason Mountain stuff. But I feel like since obviously Tuchel's come, he's been performing at a decent level and he can get on with it kind of a bit more. And he's been he's probably been Chelsea's most consistent performer, to be honest. Like he's, he's always he, he's a busy player, do you know what I mean? He's always uh, closing people down. He's always making runs or whatever. He's always trying to certain things don't don't come off and don't look great, do you know what I mean? But he's always someone that will, whether he's having a bad or good game, you're always gonna notice him. Do you know what I mean? Because he's always yeah. making himself an option, trying to play the final pass, trying to take a shot, trying to play a cross. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, he, he's playing. He's playing decent. He 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 knows he's gonna be on the plane. So. Uh, not the plane because they're going to play a lot of games in Wembley, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go he's gonna go Euros. So yeah, he, he's good. Got a Champions League final, semi final. So yeah, he's doing his thing. I mean, Mick, let me bring you back into the conversation, man. I know you mentioned on the red card. Was it a red card for you? Brother, only people that don't play football think it's a red card. Eyes <laughs> on the ball, he clears it, and it's full of hits. Some chick off everything, brother. I could not believe. I was sitting there in disbelief for a good five minutes, thinking, "What could he have done to avoid?" He's cleared the pool, and his followers will catch it. Ah, uh, the referees need to look at as well. The law, the letter of the law, need to look at. Um, and and there's a handball as well for our bloody Chelsea. Um, the, the Aspie well. one, the Aspie well, the Aspie one you're talking about. Bias. Yeah, big your bias mm. in it. That's what we do right here. I'm used to that. <laughs> that was at your stadium, though, so it's a bit mad. They say you supported Chelsea, yeah, that referee. Yeah. Heritage runs strong, yeah, fam. It's one of those. 
For for me though, on on the scrubs though, that that's not even that's not even a yellow. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a scrubs. That's a play on. That's a play on. But it's the thing though, because people are very like uh, very minute and very minute. They always zoom into these kind of incidents. It's like that follow through could have broken. Yeah, they kept on showing it. Obviously, in real time, it looks naughty, but when you slow it down even more, it's worse because that could have been his knee done or his I don't know calf done. Because of the way he followed through, but it's a strong tackle, and um, and people cheer that on the on the Sunday. They're like, yes, strong tackle. Well, it was, it wasn't a tackle, is, tackle. It was a clearance. He ball. cleared the ball. Like, I don't know saying, yeah. It was a clearance. Like, we saw one. I think we saw we saw one couple of weeks ago. Liam Cooper with Leeds. Yeah, 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 bro. But the difference was that was high, mm. and that was I think he hit was it Jesus or something basically yeah, Jesus. underneath. That yeah. was that was high. This one wasn't even that high, but where he's connected him is. Below the knee, like back of the mm. calf. Oh, mm. yeah. So he's not going to injure him. He's not followed through on him. He's not pressed down on the back of the calf like he's going to break the bone. Bro, he's just his legs. You feel me? His legs there. It's a connection. Mm. It's whack, man. I've told you, I've, I've been saying it for a minute, man. The refereeing, whether we like VAR or not, the refereeing, all that actual law of it or whatever it is you want to call it, is poor, bro. It's dead. Really needs cool. to get re looked at, retrained. A couple of men were saying last two weeks. <laughs> I was <laughs> screaming that. I was screaming that last time I was on. I mean, you think it's too much of an expectance, JP, on on the actual VARs or the VAR officials to kind of manage those kind of points in the game. But that's what it's here for, man. That's what it's here for. For for a long time, people were saying that we needed we needed VAR that the referees needed help. Um, and it's coming. And they just have made a mess of it, really and truly. Like some of these decisions, like the decision, this this red card, it's not a red card. Um, and if all of us who aren't really Rogers fans, we're not involved in football, can see it, then then it's a madness that the people who are getting paid to iron this out can't see it. So I think it needs to be managed properly. Um, you know, we need a clear rule um to be followed as well, because the rules on anything. I, I couldn't tell you that. Couldn't tell you what offside is. Couldn't tell you what's dangerous play. It just it seems to change every game. Mm. Um, so it needs to be looked at properly. Um, it needs to be clear what what is a red card, what isn't a red card, what is offside, what isn't offside. Um, yeah, yeah, and and it needs to be managed a lot better because I think we do need it in a sense where if it's done properly, um, it makes the game. A lot better, and there's less things to argue about in a sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just I I can't believe for all the investment and and for sort of the size of football is and how big it is and how long we've been talking about it that this is what we have and and this is how we're managing it in a sense. Just big facts. We need justice. That's what we need. <laughs> That's what we need. Hey, don't be. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm talking about. Yeah, you you know. lost it. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> uh, nah, man. But I mean, for you, anyway, let's move on to it because, you know, that game was a one-niller. Uh, JP, for you, who played well? Um, Well, the defence didn't concede, so they get their props. Um, aside from that, I mean, Werner was busy as normal, but again, he missed the set. He could have he solidified it, but I don't think there was amazing performances for both sides to be fair um, I think for us people did their jobs 
that's about yeah. it. Um, but it's not in that I'm gonna oh wow, this is highlight real material or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the players did their jobs. No one really played awful. Um, on on the flip side, um, but I don't think there was any amazing performances. No. Mick, what you said? He played well. Um, the Chelsea Mount was okay. He was dangerous. Had a couple of short pop shots and that. Uh, Ryan for the goal was a good goal. But for me, your bonus got fouled in that goal. For West Ham, no one played well. Um, <laughs> I, I get people playing that position, but man, a Premiership footballers, bro. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. Right for me. I'm mad. Uh, Sean, who played well for you? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Mount as well. Obviously, he was playing against probably the most unagile midfield going, <laughs> but I thought he was the best uh, on the pitch <laughs> come Saturday. Put some respect on Mark Noble's name. Cause... Loud that, man. Come on, the guy's like 36, <laughs> bro. They were playing plus. Noble and Suits. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to say he played well because look at that West Ham team when we really deep it. They got Suchek from the field. Chelsea are sitting eight man behind the ball. Like, I don't kill it. it I so don't cool. kill it. Yeah. So, go on. My bad. Uh, Shaq, what are you saying? <laughs> Who stood out for you? <laughs> no, uh, as, as JP said, no one, no one stood out. But I'll, I'll give it Werner for the goal car. But that miss was horrible, bro. And that's, that's the that's thing. Like, horrible, that's like the third time. That's like the third time this season, bro. But what I did like for the goal was I don't know what centre back it was, but he did hold him up for the goal. Like in the, yeah, 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 he, yeah. He, he fisted him up, and I didn't know he had that bit to his game. You know what I mean? I just thought it was <laughs> a running behind guy. So that was that was nice to see on his part. But yeah, I just I give it Werner for the goal. Mount, as I said, Mount played well, but it was nothing. Mm-mm. Little heart, little pop shots from the edge of the box. Nothing, nothing. He slapped the post, though. Mm. Was it the post or was keeper save? Oh, wait, I think he tipped onto the post, no? Yeah, I'll, I'll just give it one for Fair enough. I mean, for me, I'm not going to go with who went well because it's quite similar. Who didn't play well for me, maybe a bit here in terms of maybe I'm being a bit too harsh. I think personally, it has to go to um, what do you call it? What's his name again? But I had it Captain head. America, bro. <laughs> I just had it in my head. Uh, I'll come back to myself. That's how bad it is. Wow. I had it in my head. But um, what you said, JP, you didn't play well for you. I know you said there wasn't too many, but. Um, I think there was a couple of times where I thought. Asp was a bit Asp Yeah, that's it. That's who was in my head. Asp. Yeah, he didn't have the best game. He didn't have the best game. He didn't have the best of games, and probably against a more clinical attack. Mm. Conceded. He's um, looking a bit shaky. I don't know, maybe because he's thinking about Lingard getting him behind. I don't know. He's yeah. a bit shaky at times. No, Ryan so Frederick gave him the boost a couple of times. Can we be honest? Can, he hasn't been the same since Aubameyang won him the FA Cup. But let's be real. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't been the same way since. What's this? Hey, talk about Chelsea, man. I'm just saying he ain't been the same since, bro. Uh, and neither has a Bamiyan. I see you, man. You're toxic. Too, Why can't you just let me have a moment? Never. <laughs> never. Say, <laughs> JP, say, back to you, back to you. No, no, it's cool, bro. Yeah, just Aspi, I don't think, I think he didn't play incredibly well. Um... Chilwell was all right. 
probably could have played a bit better. But other than that, I mean, we were too safe to, for for the players to have awful games because the defenders were well protected and the attackers weren't in a sense. Uh, it was all a bit too safe. So in those safe games, you're not going to have awful performances. Um, but on the flip side, you're not going to have great performances, I think. Fair enough. What about West Ham over there, Mick? You didn't play well. Um, Noble was too safe for this five-yard passes. Profile's delivery could have been better. There's a couple of times in the box for the shot, but kind of chipped the ball back into that. Kucic didn't do nothing, however. He misses right next to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just annoying with the injuries, man. But yeah. yeah, your squad's quite thin, isn't it? Quiet, big man. You have no one on the bench. We had three centre backs on the bench. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it, it gets bad when you you have to bring on Ben Johnson to replace obviously the red, and then <laughs> look at the bench and there's more other man that's just bro, defenders. These man's are championship players, bro. When I'm seeing Fredericks run, kick the ball 15 yards, can't reach it. Like, oh, <laughs> help me, Lord. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had a good season. I can't really take too much. So yeah. Yeah, man, sound positive, man. You're not doing well. Uh, Moyes has done his thing for once. That sounds so patronising. These main United fans. Are... <laughs> no sentiment and nothing. Sean, You're doing very nah, well. Don't listen to Sean. Well. I'm trying to patronise him. Don't listen to Sean. Listen, when we nah, get to hear that again, listen, I had a lot to say. Uh, oh, so you bit. Uh, uh, work, work, work. <laughs> Boy, Boy, say nothing. All right, cool. Uh, Shaq, last person, I'll come to you. Who do you think did play well? Uh, Pulisic. I don't, I don't know what this youth is good at. I won't lie. He's got a nice little near post finish. He's done it against Crystal Palace. You know, the near post roofers, he, he's done that a couple of times, I think. But mm. other than that, he drifts in and out the games too much. I agree. And yesterday, he just let that game go past him, bro. Um, mm. And for nows as well, I didn't like, if anything good was going to happen, it was through Jesse, but obviously for nows and Bowen, of the and two other outlets. Mm? Mm. He's the Argentinian Mark Noble, I'm telling you. Like, yeah, see what, I'm saying. see what I'm saying? So, yeah, the outlets are going to be yeah, them three up front and Bowen was kind of busy. Lingard, as I say, anything good was going to come through him and for now, yeah, I didn't get anything from him yesterday, so I'll give it to him. Stefan. Mm. I mean, let's, let's move on to Leeds United. I mean, um, <laughs> in the interest of, in the interest oh, of no goals. Man. Might take a nap. <laughs> in the interest Great of game. no goals. And um, I mean, I had it up as in, it wouldn't be a 6-2, but it would be both teams to score, kind of, you know, going end-to-end type thing. Because um, anytime they've played someone that's of the top four or even top six of current season, they've given them a game. They've dished relentless, man. I mean, they're like that mosquito bite that's currently itching, 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 always on you. And I mean, they've, Clearly learned from the first game where they held six. Um, they went man for man and they kind of frustrated United, man. I mean, Shaq, what's your take? Let's go straight to United, fam. Sure, sweet, bro. It was a, it was a dead game, fam. I think Oli, Oli put George on it before. He said in his pre-match um, that it's not going to be a nil-nil. There's going to be goals in it. So yeah, he put that George on it from the get-go. Mm. But it was, it was dead. There was nothing from us really. Uh, Leeds. Bro, I swear, like, I think, I don't know what the possession was, but this is probably one of the first games against the top lot that they haven't had the lion's share of possession. 
Mm. Maybe the City game when they went out to went down to ten, but I'm sure against Liverpool and other teams that they're probably dominating the ball, but it wasn't really the case this game. Yeah, bro, there was nothing. There's nothing really for me to say about it, bro. It was a dead game, fam. What that? I think big week for Leeds, though, to... isn't it, man? Big week for Leeds. Two we two got... points from two big teams, man. Yeah, yeah. But give them their credit, but they're what ninth now. They'll just play. They'll probably get what top half mm. and we're probably going to get that. There's nothing really to play for, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, ugh, it's, I feel like probably a lot of our matches towards the end of the season is going to be like that, especially with us being in the semis. Because mm. I think even next week we've got Liverpool, we'll probably play, a, depending on the result midweek, we'll probably play a weekend team in that match. Exactly. Or maybe not because it's a United-Liverpool game and Heritage and all that shit, but do you know what I mean? So, yeah, the good games for us in the league are probably gone now. Because we'll just probably just uh, creep our way over the line. See it out, basically. Yeah, literally. I mean, coming from a from a neutral standpoint, Sean, I know you said you had a few things to say. What's your take on the game? Oh, the game was boring, bro. Do you know what it was? It's one of those ones where... As Shaq said, there's nothing to play for for other teams. And then when there's no fans there, it's just like they're just in cruise control. Do you know what I mean? The intensity wasn't really there from both sides. Mm. And you just, it's one of them games where you find yourself doing other things. Like I'm on YouTube watching SE Dons while the game's on. Like, that's how good <laughs> it was. The game was dead. Like, tempted. But, I mean, Maynard are going to come second. Leeds are going to come top half. And if you had offered that to both teams at the start of the season, they would have took it. So just one of those games, bro. I mean, um, according to Harry Maguire in his post-match conference, uh, conference, uh, it was uh, good tempo from United, um, and they and they was in it. They was in well, you game. know he well, you know he runs super slow, so everything's a bit. Yes. I mean, a bit quicker team. <laughs> than I mean, he, he picked up that yellow because he ran over my man. I think it was, was it Patrick Bamford. <laughs> he ran him over. I was like, what's this guy doing on the halfway line? He was never getting there. But don't you think it's sad that that's the best talking point you can find? It's mad when you can. But he had a half chance as well in the first half where it hit him and it's fired. It flew over the crossbar. Brother, the guy head. wins so much headers and he can't put one away, blood. And that's meant to be his strength. Strange. Yeah. Um, How much did you pay for him again? That's right. 8-0, blood. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to check. Go on. Was that, was that five million more than Pepe? But it's all right, I just, I'm asking a question about how much you paid for the brother. Why are you getting yeah. expensive? I'm just letting you know the, like, the relevance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Relative uh, to Pepe's spending. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, JP, Pepe. man, let me bring you in. What did you think <laughs> of the, um, the first half? Especially, it's boring, really. Um, yeah, echoing everyone else's um opinions, really. But like Shaq said, there's there's nothing to play for for both teams, so you're gonna get that, really. But yeah, it's just fans only watch that game to say they watch that game. To be fair, like it, just, it wasn't really, it wasn't really anything special, and yeah. It's boring, really. Like, I have nothing else to say, bro. I mean, the theme, the recurring theme was boring. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Let's let's highlight some players. I mean, Calvin Phillips. What did you think of him then, JP? I did his thing. He he was all right, but um, again, it, there was nothing to. It wasn't one of those busy games where he had a lot to do in that sense. Um, but yeah, he, he didn't play awful. I don't think. Uh. Uh, Mick, what are you saying over there, my friend? In the, in the background, just chilling. Steve, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I mean, there's not much to talk about, but I just want to just highlight a few players in terms of um, 
um, Leeds and um, United. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did his job. He did a man marking yeah. job. That he kind of highlighted him most of the game. Yeah, him on he, Bruno. The way he shadowed Bruno was remind me of um Parchi Young. What used to what his name? Yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to shadow players the big games. That, that was my guy, man. Unsung yeah. hero, that guy. If I'm United, I'm saying to Deep, listen, give me Calvin Phillips. They, they want Declan Rice. Don't do that. Let's not try to do that. They want Declan Rice. Listen, I'm trying. I'm trying to deflect. I'm trying to deflect. Hush. <laughs> yeah, he had a good game still. The rest of it was yeah, it's kind of meaty. There's also something these people have good game. I mean, I want to talk about um, uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and Paulins were talking about how um, they they questioned a little bit about Solskjaer's like management techniques um, in the post match game analysis in terms of like certain subs that he made in terms of him like playing two pivots and then instead of him trying to look like he's going to win the game he brings on like Cavani last six minutes brings on Donny for the last two three minutes uh, pulls off Rashford brings on someone else those kind of subs he was making it's like they couldn't understand it so Shaq I wanted to come back to you in terms of would you have thought he would have made those subs earlier to try and win the game or it was clear to you that he didn't want to win the game to be honest, when you get to half time, you would think, yeah, bring on these men. But as I saw the performance, meander like what's the word? As the game was going on, I got to about like 50, 55 minutes. I thought, yeah, he, he he's got his focus on Europa, bro. Yeah. Uh, to bring on if you wanted to win the game, you're gonna make because oh, these weren't perform weren't weren't amazing. We weren't on the back foot. It wasn't like we were defending for our lives. We had mm. no we had no like Maguire saying that um there was good tempo. There was no tempo, especially when it was at his feet or Lindelof's feet. The man mm. would take two, three touches to move up the pitch. You know what I'm saying? There was no tempo in our play. And it just yeah, I just think that he just thought let's just get through the game. Don't lose. Just get through the game. Yeah. And then just bring them on just to make it look like oh yeah see I, I, I brought on some man to do something, do you know what I mean? But I don't mm-hmm. think he really yeah, was focused on this game, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just thought, after, yeah, after about 50, 60 minutes, I just thought, yeah, let's just get through it and then do what we've got to do Thursday and Sunday next week. How about those half-ish chances? I wouldn't even call them chances, but like the one where Dan James, you know, touches it, then he sees Bruno, then leaves it, then Bruno gets annoyed. What about that chance? Guy, you just got no football brain, isn't it? <laughs> he just has no football brain, bro. He, he just knows space and just run. That's it, bro. He even had, um, I think Bruno played in Rash and Rash teed up Daniel James and he got it. Where was he? What? Edge of the yeah, box? Yeah, he took a touch instead of just hitting it. No football brain, bro. No mm. football brain. I think the one with Bruno, it's one of those ones you don't know who's going to leave it unless you. Yeah, yeah, it, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. But. I feel like there was still, if you're a more authoritative player on the pitch who is sure about every action you're going to do, mm. you take the ball regardless. Do you know what I mean? Because in a race, who's going to win? He's going to beat probably everyone on that pitch. Do you know what I mean? So whether it is Bruno and, yeah, he's the main guy for the team or whatever, certain times you have to make the choice and boom, you you got, you got saw the spacing behind, boom, take the ball and go with it. You know what I mean? Mm. He saw Bruno there and just started panicking and thought, oh, daddy's going to shout at me if I take the ball off him. <laughs> and he ended up shouting at him after. So, yeah, you get, yeah, he's just, he's just, he's just a bad footballer, man. He's just a bad footballer. 
I mean, JP, this the second half kind of you know followed the same as the first half as we just discussed. Mm-hmm. In terms of like those those phases where it went end to end, and then you know Jamie got a bit excited like, oh, this game could heat up. But it was just a combination of turnovers like constantly. <laughs> where could have where could the Leeds capitalize? if they really wanted to gain some momentum for the last five games of the season? It's difficult, man, because Leeds are they're a funny side. Sometimes I look at them and think, wow, these guys are playing with bad intensity. And then sometimes I look at them and think, oh, they get they get opened up too easily. Um, but yeah, it's, it's difficult because they're not really playing for anything. They're safe now. Um, mm. They're probably not going to push for like any sort of European places or anything like that so it's kind of like alright cool let's get to the end of the season and and, and focus on next season probably um, I do like Bielsa a bit I, I do like him he's a bit of a madman but I do kind of I do think there's a good manager in there um, but yeah I, I think that they've probably got an, an eye on next season looking at mm. what transfers they can make looking at staying in because the second season is always harder than the first of course um, but yeah, I think it's just try and get this top ten finish and, and wait out the season really. Fair play. I mean, Sean. So in in that melee of of, of a, a drip and a drab nil nil, where you know I would have probably felt like watching water drip because it'd been more amusing. <laughs> um, what what do you think of standout performances then? Wow, come on, man. That's just set up standout performances. Yeah, um, if, there, if there is one, you know, somewhere. I mean, I guess the standout was kind of Calvin Phillips because he just shadowed Bruno. But really, if we're really being honest, there wasn't no standout performance, bro. It, mm. The game was nothing. Anytime it could have become something, someone lacked the final pass, someone lacked the yep. touch. So, I mean, it was just it was just a nothing game and there was no fans, there was no intensity, so there was no standout performance. I mean, for me personally, I think Ailing had a decent game. He got stuck in. He got a yellow card quite early, but it didn't phase him. He was he was on um, Rashford's neck a few times. That that tackle where he slipped and took him out when he got the yellow, I thought maybe his head's gonna go, but he started cussing the linesman after that. <laughs> he could hear it. Yeah, I love. He this. was going at him. I was like, yes, we love it. But then after that, he kind of kept his head, and I like his energy, like flying forward, flying back. Like, he's just one of those all-round hard-working English players, like. He's not going to give you a five out of ten. He's going to give you a solid seven every game. Even if it is he's at fault for maybe one of the crosses, that leads to a goal. But he'll he'll give you 110% going forward and back. So I think Aylin had a decent game, even though it wasn't a mad one, but it was decent. Um, <laughs> do I really ask Mick? Because I know Mick's going to be like, nah, this is dead. Mick, what are you saying? Who played badly for you? Played badly? Hmm. Rashford did nothing. Um, everyone just had below par games. I can't really pick out. No one made any mistakes or nothing. But Luke Ayling, he was okay. But yeah, oh, I really can't think. I'm not yeah, gonna the game wasn't great. The game wasn't great. Yeah, the game wasn't ESL. Great. This ESL will get a feel for this these sort of game. Perez is like, look at this game. You wanna watch this? Yeah, he, he might have given him a few, but it's a setup. It's a setup. Mm. Anything to counteract that with Shaq? With like what? Who played well? Either, either or. <laughs> um, 
Daniel James played bad. Shit guy. Uh, and I thought Mace, I thought Mason and when I thought Mace done well. It's, it's, I don't about feel sorry for him, but it's difficult because he plays well and then because we don't make a lot of high quality chances and in in most games and obviously this game was one of them. That's Mason's. That's his strength. Do you know what I mean? Putting the ball mm. in the back of the net. We don't create enough chances for him to be like that, especially where he's isolated with a defender or getting him in behind one on one. A lot of times he's what he's out. We're getting him out wide when he's playing on the right, and he's cuts in, and he's met by the center, center mid or the center back. And yeah, he just if he could get a goal in some of these performances, it will make it a lot better. But mm. he's playing good, like in general. Do you know what I mean? Like as a number nine up, up front, like he's playing, he's playing well. We just we can't get because we're basically wanting him to score what. A twenty-yard scream every game, bro. Because how many like sitters does he get? Not sitters, but do you know what I mean. Yeah, Good chances. Yeah, in, in the box. We don't, yeah, we don't get him a lot, so mm. it's unfortunate. But I thought he played pretty well, and Wambasaka as well. I've been on him. I thought he played. I thought he he held down that right, especially um. Yeah. They were playing with ten men because that Daniel James guy was in front of him, but I think he, like especially the first half, he was getting on the pitch very well, like beating his winning his. His individual duel with um, we call it Harrison, mm. and also uh, man marking. So yeah, he was he was pretty decent. But yeah, the bars on the floor, isn't it? Even though I'm saying these these are decent performances, like this, it weren't hard to yeah. be one of the top performances on the pitch. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, just yeah, Aaron and and Mace were probably our best performers. I say. Yeah, I mean, um, just to wrap it up, man, because I mean, this week wasn't wasn't a great. Week for football. Um, any final words, JP? Uh, for example, how do you think you're going to do in the Champions League, and where do you think you're going to finish in the last five games? JP's gone to have a little drink. <laughs> oh, while he's drinking, can I can I ask a question for the go ahead. fans? Yeah, go on. Come first, I just want to I just want to ask you a question. On Thursday, <laughs> is Bruno Fernandes going to be starting? Yeah, of course. So can, someone ex- can someone explain to me why Donny Van der Beek can only get one minute? <laughs> Brother, if that we need that, working against probably, us, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll probably, we'll probably be millionaires if we need the answer, bro. Because he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's getting the trash minutes right now, he's getting the trash minutes, and it's a joke thing. Car, he's on the sideline watching that McFred burger that's probably worse <laughs> than Russell's thing, worse than Russell's thing, and he's watching that and he just and he thinks, Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, one it's, minute, it's dude, that's a vile, it's one minute. <laughs> Man, in a nothing game, Vile. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's really crazy for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, and like Chat said, if we knew, we'd be millionaires. Because, uh, yeah, for me, he could easily play as one of the two. But obviously, Pogba plays wide left now here and there, so he can easily slot in there. And there's an extra creative body in the middle next to someone like Scott that could just clean up. I don't know, man. Bro, the worst, He's, the worst thing, yeah. And I mentioned it, I think maybe the last uh, games we've done. When we have the ball, bro, because we have played at McFred, they just stay in a line, bro. They don't mm. try and create any different angles to receive the ball. They're always just hand, holding hands in a line. And it makes it so easy for the defence, bro. Because all they, as I said before, all they got to deal with is Bruno in that hole. Do you know what I mean? No one's going in, making an angle, creating a different line of pass or anything. They're just standing there, bro. Not mm. me, but yeah, it's 
yeah, as it's, it's crazy, as Sean said, like he can only get Donny can only get a couple minutes. Yeah, saying JP, it might working now. Yeah, no, nah, sorry, I was on mute. So. <laughs> I was saying to you, um, what, yeah, like Champions League game and you know the rest of the season. What's your hopes? Yeah, man, just hopefully, hopefully we can get a good result against Real Madrid. Um, I think it's possible. Um, and I also think with all this European Super League as well, um, they're going to be more. Then probably not going to be as focused um, because obviously they're they're at the center of everything. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can capitalize on that, um, defend well, and and I think if we can get a good result in the first leg, we can we can bring it we can bring it home. Hopefully, um, it starts up front for you though for that game, Giroud. <clears throat> the problem with Giroud is, I think he's a good player to come on. Um, but for this, we need someone who's going to be a bit busy up there. Um, mm. I don't think he's going to trouble the defenders as much. Um, and I think it's going to be more of a counter-attacking game as well. Um, yeah. So he'll probably go with Werner, um, which I can see. I hope that he does go with a striker because this is not one of those non-striker games, I don't think. Um, but I, I do think that we can get something. If we can get a draw, I'm looking at the Liverpool game. Liverpool had chances, um, and they also defended horribly. Um, so if we can be a bit more disciplined than Liverpool, um, I think we can get something out of the game. Um, as for the league, we just need to keep up now. Um, winning against West Ham was vital. We've we still got Leicester to play. Um, yeah, yeah, big game. So if we can get if we can get a, a, a win there. Um, we 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 got Man City to play. I hope they're just not focusing and we can we can capitalize, but. Yeah, we need to get the top four. So, um, I think we'll get it. I think we'll get it now. Um, we're in a stronger position. If we had been in Brighton, we would have been in an even stronger position. But I think we'll get the top four for sure. Um, so, I think, yeah, let's see how we do in the Champions League. I mean, Sean, what's your um, final kind of hopes for the last five games? Come on, you know what my thing is. Thursday nights, bro. We've been waiting for this for the last... What's wrong with this, brother, bro? About relegating loud, man. <laughs> you know me, it's Thursday nights. I've been saying a lot of couple times on the podcast. Only Thursday nights matter for Arsenal right now. So, on to Thursday we go, blood. Face this brother. It's your last season of it, isn't it? You see, you again. See, you're evil like, that you're trying to put on. I'm not even going to let it affect me, car. You just handle your business on Thursday, innit? Don't worry about us. Yeah, but we're playing, mid- we're playing Tuesday, Wednesday next, next, next year still. And, so, and we still have a chance. I'm not giving up yet. I'm not, gonna, I'm, well, I'm not giving up here. Well, I say that we'll, we'll, we'll be playing Tuesday, Wednesday till Christmas and then probably Thursday again after Christmas. Probably. Yeah, there you go, blood. Yeah. So, but so now what? You don't think Emery is not going to get one over you? I'm not trying to think negatively like that, bro. I mean, I saw them lose to Barca today. I was scouting yeah, at their team. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm trying, they I'm trying rattled, to give myself some though, but they, they lost the man in it. There's a mad What I will say Messi, is, innit? I'm not trying to see Xhaka play left back against that winger still. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But that Nigerian, yeah, yeah, it's long still. Yeah, yeah, Jack will hold corn still. They need to, they need to sort that out still. Oh, Richardson had him doing the mad thing the other day, innit? No, he did, but I mean, when your goalkeeper's gonna let that in, anyway, we're not here to talk about Arsenal this weekend. Um, Yeah, first and that's so important. Leave it at that. Fair enough. Um, Mick, last words. What's the hopes for the last five games? Europe or Europa or Champions League, or you just don't care? You don't mind as long as Europe. Well, these games are winning, so you never know. Chelsea still got a couple of hard games, even though JP sounds kind of calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Pumas could catch them. If we don't, I'll take Europa. I ain't gonna lie. Or mm. Europe, even the Europa Conference team, I don't care. As long as we're in Europe, I don't care. Fair play. Yeah. Extra revenue, extra money. I mean, in terms of my own side, just pff, Europa, win it if possible. And right. it will be some sort That's of, you know, co- <laughs> say that again. I signed a couple of people in the, also in the season and we're good. Yeah, I mean, in terms of United, as long as we try and win the Europa, it will be some sort of colours, um, consolidation point. That's what you just have become now, isn't it? Because you don't really win anything else, but. No, it's just because of how the season's gone, just yeah. how we played. Like. No, but just in general, I mean, that's that's kind of your thing now. In terms just of how in a we couple covered years. <laughs> in terms of how we covered the team for January <laughs> up until now. I'm just saying, like, what what's I mean? the last major thing you won? The Europa League, no? Yeah, the Europa League still. Okay, so that's your thing now. Every couple of years, you go back down there, win it, and then... Anyway. I'm hoping that's an all-English final. I mean, that'll be good. So that I can be in the same room as an Arsenal fan. I think we just, you know... Get somewhere, right. and just all yeah. watch it together. So no, nah, no, nah, I'm not watching nothing bands. with this chat guy. Toxic. Nah, bad. I'm be happy to do that. The free like, or like a live watch or something somewhere, big screen or whatever it may be. I'm happy to do that. That'll be hilarious. just as long as I'm not seeing it as a shack, I'm good. But so let's, get there first, week, let's get there first, and then let's get there first. Let's get there first. Roma's not easy side. I mean, they are not in their best form in the last how many years, but they still got people that can hurt us. So you know, we got to be on job. Full stop. Apparently, apparently they have a time in a decent season for them. Apparently, still. Mm, so we'll see. He might come back to haunt us. Hopefully, not touch wood. But gents, you know, it's been good, uh, short and sweet this week. But we like it. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming through, JP. Thanks for coming through, Mick. It's always a pleasure. What about me? I mean, I'm gonna to get to you, but you know, you're a regular, uh, so you're you know part of the furniture that. now, you know. I'm, I'm, the unoffic- I'm the unofficial co-host. You know what I mean, like, yeah, you're part, you're part of the furniture now. So, and it comes down to the last five games, you know. Um, we'll be back again next week, of course. But shout out to Watford, promoted. This and shout out my guy Tom, man. Uh, shout out Tom Cheats. You know what I mean, he was on the show last two weeks ago, sorry, and he was uh, bringing through that Watford talk. Shout out Norwich. <laughs> Someone else, that's, someone else that's going to be around to beat West Ham in it, Mix. Come. That's what they said a couple of years ago when they had Pyatt and then they went out and took in qualifying section of the Europa League. But anyway. <laughs> Where are you in the table? It's one season. I'm just saying, I'm, why have you, why have you always got to bring it back oh, to me? Okay, okay, okay. Wrap it up, man. Wrap it up. The corner is going to be flying if we don't wrap this one up. But, gents, football from the bleachers, it's always a pleasure. We're back next week with another episode. Until then, stay safe. We're out. Peace. Let me tell you things about my life. Let me tell you things about my life. No checking on phones, no new uploads before I hit the roads. The liquor room.